Hello, hello everyone out there in the wasteland and welcome to the very first session of the Motley Heights campaign. If you don't know me, hello there. I'm ELH the Game Master and joining me are several amazing role players. But before we get to them, I do have to say and cover a few things, both because it's the top of a campaign, top of a new game, etc, etc. So first, let's address the system we're using. So it's likely that if you're watching me now, you probably already know this, so I will apologize for repeating information. But for those who don't, we're using the newly released, literally a month ago, uh, it is a new 2D20 based system from Odiphius Entertainment. It literally is just Fallout 2D20. I don't think they've given it a special name, it's just Fallout 2D20. And what I would say is if you've played any of their other 2D20 systems like Star Trek Adventures, Conan, Dishonored, John Carter, Dune, you're going to get the similarities and small changes that has been made to roleplay in Fallout. Now, the good news is that unlike the one shot uh, with a bang or a whimper that I ran a few weeks ago, uh, the difference here is that we're not on script, quote unquote which means that everything you're about to see in here is homebrew. It is something I have come up with on my own. Now that said, as we all are relatively new to the system, again, it's only a month old, there's going to be rules we're going to get wrong. See luck in the one shot. Um, so all I would say is that if you notice something egregiously wrong, just tell us in chat, we'll try to fix it. And worst case, I'll just do the GM thing of, okay, I'm going to rule this and we'll fix it next time kind of a thing. Uh, keeping things mo moving forward is very important. Um, on that same note is that this is sort of a disclaimer for viewers watching that Fallout is a series and a setting that deals with a lot of difficult topics. We will, of course, remain Twitch safe, but this is your warning that viewer discretion is advised. And I think that's all I really have to say. Um, let's go around and have my players introduce themselves, and let's start with Wolf to my right. Hey everybody, uh, my name is Dare Wolf uh, at Dare Wolf Gaming eighty eight on Twitch, and I am playing Sergeant Nicholas T, Brotherhood of Steel. Aaron, you're up next. Um, hey guys, I'm Aaron um, at Panorama Tint on socials. I'm also a member of ELH's Tuesday. Uh, game Star Trek Congo, same time slot. Check us out. Uh, I am playing uh, Draxus, the intelligent Deathclaw from California. And of course, last but not least, Mr. Hex. Uh, uh, hi, I'm Professor Hex. Uh, and uh, today I am playing uh, fan favorite uh, Dr. Kaz Worm, um, uh, accuser of children. Uh, interrogator of the wasteland um breaker and enterer and all around bon vivant sounds about right all right well let's get things started so our story begins and sort of an eagle-eye view of the commonwealth it is a war-torn wasteland which could be said of most of america and quite literally the world after the great war but Things have changed over the years. There's been some signs of rebuilding. There's been some signs of life in the Commonwealth that shows that humanity, though knocked down, is ready to get back up again. And we start our little journey through the clouds down past to the northern side of the Commonwealth. And we sort of zoom along the coast until we eventually arrive 
upon three individuals that are walking as a group towards a peninsula that contains the city or town of Salem. And it is the three individuals that comprise the player characters. Now, they are currently en route to Salem to investigate a possible settlement or possible power source that they can use to create their own settlement with. And as we zoom in and we see each of these characters, let's go around and have everyone introduce their characters themselves. Um, just a very brief physical description, anything we need to know about them, things of that nature. Um, let's actually start from reverse order. So, Hex, why don't you go first? Okay. Uh, Dr. Worm is, of course, a ghoul. Um, he is uh, kind of tall, kind of slim, and the um, uh, the Roger Sterling from Mad Men kind of build, right? Uh, he's a, he's an older gentleman. Um, he is wearing um, pretty traditional survivor's leathers, but over that is a somewhat tattered and spotted lab coat. Uh, he's got the Clark Gable style kind of white mustache where it sort of splits in the middle and forks off the side. Um, He's got a shock of white hair, very little kind of a tuft going back. Um, and he wears a pair of sunglasses where the lens is off on his good eye. Um, and he is, uh, he's an ornery man. We'll say that. Love it. And then, uh, Mr. Draxus, what are you all about? Uh, well, <clears throat> Draxus is an intelligent death claw. He is descended from Fallout 2's Gorus. Um, originally born in uh, what is now known as the New California Republic, uh, fairly close to the Mojave Wasteland. He developed a sense of wanderlust and uh, struck out on his own, traveling from place to place, and throughout his travels met up with um, an unlikely partner. He is, I mean, obviously a Deathclaw, so he looks like a Deathclaw. Uh, the only difference being uh, to distinguish himself um, and to project the air of civility uh, that he has, um, he wears a bandana around his neck. Very nice. And last but not least, Nicola T., what do you got going on? Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, Nicola T. is a Brotherhood of Steel uh, a liberated Brotherhood of Steel. He's a deserter. Um, he <laughs> wears a like dark leather trench coat. Underneath, though, when he's maybe running or moving briskly, you can just see like some like leather Brotherhood of Steel um, like initiate armor underneath. Um, he shows the sign of battle, but does his best to keep himself looking very clean. You know, buzz side, slicked back hair. Where he gets the gel, don't ask. Um, but other than that, he is the unlikely character that met up with this intelligent Deathclaw, and he tries to give off an air of unbridled confidence, um, although maybe inside he's not so confident. We'll find out. All right. And now that we've heard and seen the three characters, I believe you all had a little conversation you wish to continue from prior stream. Royce! When I've told you to, mm, ugh, mm, my ribs still hurt. My ribs still hurt. You hit me real hard. My friend, you hit me real hard. Doc, you sure you fixed me all right? Uh, I mean, you know, you were already pretty banged up. So really what I did was more of a 
uh, jigsaw puzzle kind of arrangement. So Right, right. But you're a ghoul, so you're dead inside, and I'm supposed to be alive inside. Are you sure you fixed me all right? Because you might have done something wrong. I'm feeling I'm feeling a little funny right now. Oh, that is that rib supposed to? Am I supposed to feel like my lungs are punctured still? Did you apologize, my friend? Oh, is, is, I, is that is that not normal where you feel like you're about to die? Because that's basically my entire life. Yeah, but you are dead. You're a ghoul. You're literally unliving. That's like what that means, isn't it? Okay, it's really more of a metaphor. You see, like emotionally, I'm alive, but like physically. Sure, I am livingly challenged. Okay, well, I don't want to get into this. Livingly challenged? I don't know. I don't want to get into this. Draxis, can you help me out here? Also, I need you to apologize. I mean, I, all right, okay. I did apologize. You were unconscious, but I don't remember ever getting an apology for being shot in the shoulder. It was. And an you know accident. what? Yeah. Well, me hitting you also, was an accident. Also, you're a death You can take it. Didn't even hurt. You didn't, you barely had a scratch on you. Look, uh, like you got a little pimple on your shoulder or something. You literally crush my, you crush my sternum. That's not the, that's not the point. Okay, it's not the point. point. No, it's not the point because you, right? You, you, you. All right. Let's just agree that mistakes were made, and now is not the time to assign blame. We're going to table this, and we're going to discuss it at a later time but there are more important things to discuss. Right. So I will agree to table it for later, if that you makes don't, sense. You don't even own a table. I could get a table. Maybe we'll get one after we, we get the power source. I don't know. And speaking of, Doc, are you sure that this intel that you got about this power generator was, like, is that good? I really hope we didn't pay too much for that. Uh, no, uh, I, we didn't pay anything. I, I offered to take care of some particularly gnarly bunions on the gentleman's feet. Um, so once those were um, shaved off, and I do mean shaved, like we're talking, I had to use a cheese grater. Um, once those were removed, uh, it was pretty easy to get, you know, the relevant information from. Now, could he have been lying? I'm asking. I mean, you, I mean, I mean, I, I more likely he needed something from you. So, it, like most people, he probably lied. So, where did you get your medical license, Draxis? When you agreed to let him fix me, did you check any sort of credentials? Uh, yeah, sure. I, I so I walked up to his um to his place. He had like a big red X painted on his door. I walked up and I said, "Hey, I, I didn't do that. That wasn't that wasn't me. Somebody. Uh, oh. It was a graffiti thing. They were very angry. Got uh, it. But anyway, I walked up." with your limp, lifeless body. And I said, hey, uh, my friend needs help now, but first, could I please see your diploma? Wait, I was dead? No, you weren't dead, but you weren't moving. You said lifeless. You're you were, you, you were basically- it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a metaphor. It's like fucking ghoul. ghoul. Oh, you God. were basically dead. I mean, medically Basically speaking. is not lifeless. Those are two different phrases. Okay, uh, let's just you, drop this topic. Right. Let's focus on the issue at hand. You were breathing, and that's about all. So I was alive. I'm not a ghoul. I'm not a ghoul. No. After I was done screaming and shitting myself because I saw a death claw at my fucking door, then I fixed you up. Okay. I've, you know, I've, I mean, all right. But you have a mirror. You see your own face every day. And I made you scream? Yeah. I'm used <laughs> to it. This is what I look like. I live with it every day. You're a... 
You're you know, like a you, giant a, haunted you, action figure. You know, I, I like that giant haunted action figure. But Dude. like, all right, but you know, like, all right, I can talk, I have feelings, and like when people, when people scream when they see me, like, I'm not going to lie, that really hurts. More or less than getting shot in the shoulder. Probably more. Which goes Don't, back to the no, point of hand that no, you should have almost killed Don't me. start, please, God. Every but time I, I have, breathe, it feels just, like I'm getting hit again. As a sidebar, you know, maybe you should have maybe maybe you should have tried to like boost yourself some power armor before you ran away from your army or something. I don't know. Okay, I didn't run away. I'm just on leave. I wonder if I different sabbatical, as I believe it was called. But I've I've got a question for the doc. It's like really important, but it's kind of a sidebar. Did you save those bunions? Oh my god! I'm sorry. Did you did you save them? Did I save them? Yeah. Of course I saved them. Oh, Doc, I love you. Bunions yeah, are they're, delicious. They're in a little bag. Here, you look, look, oh. you can have it. Oh my. I'm I am starving. This town. I'm going <laughs> to let you two freaks do what you guys do. And I just don't want to know about it anymore. And if I happen to get eaten by a red scorpion, you know what? The world will be a better place. Yeah, really, you know, everyone. Words, words hurt. Words hurt. No, not as much as a death claw almost caving, literally caving in my chest to my almost mm. lifeless body. I'm walking and I will proceed to walk away <laughs> in a huff. Right. So, you know, there's that little moment where you walk off and you actually, that entire conversation was long enough for you to all arrive on the outskirts of Salem. So for those who have never seen Salem before, I'm going to do my best to sort of paint a picture here. So the little uh, town of Salem is on a peninsula. Um, it is vaguely thumb-shaped, sort of that hitchhiker thumb-shaped uh, piece of land. And when you first come onto the peninsula, immediately in front of you is a diner. And this diner um, has one of those old, like, 40s or 50s or 60s neon signs that at one point would have been illuminated, but has long since fallen defunct and is stained like everything else in the wasteland. Um, next to the diner, there is a two-story apartment building or office space. You're not really sure. You just can tell that there's a lot of windows. There's big AC units on the top of the building. Um, in general, it looks pretty worn down, but the, the key distinction is both the diner and this building are structurally intact. They don't have holes in them. They don't have any signs of breaches. Now, across the street from the diner and from this building is the church. And the church is your standard sort of Methodist-style church, uh, white wood, uh, green roof. And unlike those two buildings I mentioned previously, the church definitely has structural damage. Specifically, the roof itself has been caved in at some point. And if you were to peek your uh, head inside, you would probably see broken pews. You would see the remnants of the ceiling collapse. But if it matters, the bell tower is still operational. I don't know why you would ever go and ring the bell, but I say it just in case. Now, spotted around the church and the diner and the neighboring building are actual houses, summer homes, uh, small businesses, things of that nature. And as you come in... I would like everyone to please give me a perception and a survival at difficulty of one. We're doing both, or is it or? 
Uh, it's perception and survival, so it should be perception is your uh, special and survival is your skill. Got it. All right, perfect. Cool. And it's going to ask you that, the macro, the uh, generic roller macro. It should ask you all of that as you go through it. So 2d20s. Mm-hmm. All right, we got two from Hex. Where's my perception? Six. And then let's see. Another two from Draxus. And okay. So our uh, good buddy T isn't going to notice this, but Draxus and Worm... What you notice is that in the diner, um, some of the the windows in the diner are shuttered and otherwise sort of blocked off, but sort of peeking through the broken double doors that lead into this old-style diner, you see what looks to be the signs of recent habitation. Specifically, you're seeing a bowl or two that has been put out with liquid in it that is still steaming. Uh, There's condensation on bottles there's someone been through here very recently. Um, but what I would say is because you both got two successes, you are now at two action points. So feel free to track whoever wants to keep track of that. I got it. Well, this town looks deserted. Might as well loot it and see um, what we can find. Shh, shh. No, you got to be quiet. Come here. How can you be quiet? You're yeah, literally... buddy. Oh, the st- stealth is not the... really an option yeah. anymore with your whole thing. I'm quieter, I'm quieter than you think. That's all. But look, there's bowls over there. There's. Do you think there's any chance that we can get some Nuka Cola? I'm, right. I'm parched. I'm parched from all the bunions. Doctor, do you have any caps? Um, let me see. Uh, any uh, sort of he rummages around. Uh, I got forty-five. Yeah, they just perfect. Why don't you give me those forty-five? I'll give you my fifteen. Oh, wow. so anyway, in our future. I'm going to need a little bit more information than that. You're just going to go off and buy booze or like another rib or something. I mean, probably, but, you know, you don't have to be mean about it. I just I just want straight answers from you, okay? Well, uh, I not, mean, you're, you're, you're not, a ghoul. You're not, you're not going to get those. hate ghouls. You are literally a walking monster that's intelligent. It was a compliment. Another okay. guy uh, insult, but still a compliment. Okay. Draxus, you're right. Words do hurt, actually. Yeah, they, the only the, one that right? can go in and really have a conversation with likely not being shot in the face. So you fine, fine, fine. Uh, well, I mean, I'm still a little concerned though because, like, I mean, judging by how well you took that little love tap I gave you, I don't know really if you're up to it. Okay, you're right. Words do hurt. So we've all learned a valuable lesson. We're all here. agreed. Yeah, but yeah. let's not. Right. Words hurt. So in the future, we will mark. We will mark our words. We will think before we speak. I like it. All so right. We're not so, all horrible monsters like Rex. So let. Just Just give him the caps. Yeah, yeah, fine. Right. Yeah, just take the damn caps. Clink, 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 clink. And all right. Well, I'm going to walk in. If I get ambushed, I will assume that you two heroes in all your glory will come and save me. That's well, a wait, fair, fair trade-off. Wait, we need a we need like a trigger phrase or something so we know <laughs> you're definitely in danger. I think um, um, if you I hear think... a blood curdling scream in a bit of a southern accent, that's my that's my that's my phrase. That's the that's oh, well, but uh, those but are I think, like, ah! I, think there's, I mean, listen, did you just hear that? There's one like I bet it's like eighty or hundred and twenty yards that way. I just heard a blood curdling scream. 
Okay. Um, uh, a what about this? What about stream oh. pumpernickel bread? And you'll know that it's time to come and rescue me. What? That seems like a really bread. long. Phrase. I don't know. It's like something I read in the book one time. All right. Scale it back. All right. Scale it back. Pumpernickel. Pumpernickel. That's perfect. We'll just say pumpernickel. How about just nickel? Nickel. Like Nicola T. <laughs> it's like my name. That's cool. All right. And then I stroll off into town. Um, and right. I'm, and Draxus is going to turn to to Doc Worm and um, okay. So is it pumpernickel or Nick? Honestly, I tuned out pretty quickly. So um, beats me. I love it. All right. So, so, Mr. T, there you go. Mr. T, you pity the fool. Um, is your intention, if I understand correctly, to enter into the diner uh, to see if there's anybody inside? Bingo. Okay. So as you walk into the Drumlin Diner, um, the interior is your stereotypical 40s, 50s diner. We're talking the same sort of red booth seats, the long bar that has bar stools on it, a kitchen that... At one time, had a heavily worked kitchen staff and only one waitress for the entire joint. But again, at first glance, it doesn't seem that anyone's been here in a long time. It's only that, now that you know what to look for, that you do notice the still steaming bowl of soup that sits on one of the uh, counter spaces near a bar stool, along with condensation on a Nuka-Cola bottle. If it matters, the soup looks to be a little bit green and a little bit chunky. Uh, you can't really tell what the chunks are just from visual inspection. And the co the Nuka-Cola bottle, eh, it's got about half the bottle left in it, if it matters. All right. Is anyone in here? I will draw my pistol. I will keep it at my side, but ready. And mm. all right. So we come in. I come in peace as well as my other friends. Is anyone in here? Why don't you roll me a charisma and we'll call this a charisma and a speech. And let's make this a, a difficulty of, let's make it a difficulty of two. I can do that. Generic roller, 2d20s. Special is eight. Skill is three. Shoot. All right. Now, this is actually a good teaching moment because you weren't in the one shot, so I can teach. So, uh, like... Uh, Star Trek Adventures, which is where you're coming from, um, you could have bought more dice with action points, but you know how there's determination in Star Trek Adventures where you can reroll dice by tying it to a value? Mm -hmm. There's something similar here, but also not so similar. So what is your luck score uh, right now? Five? Okay. Mm -hmm. So what that five means is you can spend luck points to do a number of things. And one of the luck spends you can do is you can spend one luck and you can re-roll one of the D20s you just rolled. Now, you have to take the second result, even if it's worse, but it is how you re-roll D20s in the system. I'm down. And what you need to do is just note somewhere that you are now at four out of five luck. And luck is one of those things that will refresh when it's thematically appropriate. All right, so unfortunately, even the reroll did not get you the two successes. So you call out, and you just get silence in return. Well, I guess nobody's in here, and I'm thirsty. So I'm going to walk over and drink that Nuka-Cola. All right. So uh, while you are imbuing, what you hear is a crunch coming from behind you. 
And as you turn to see what the crunch is, what you see is that a woman is now holding a pistol straight to your head slash face. Now, this woman does not look like she belongs in the wasteland. No, in fact, this woman looks to be almost a step out of time. Uh, specifically, she is uh, a redhead. Uh, it's almost a fiery red, if that makes any sense. Uh, it is somewhat stylized in that it sort of falls across her face, uh, almost like a pixie or a hime cut, uh, with a tight bun behind her. And her outfit is a gentleman's black suit with white interior. And she's also wearing this prominent, uh, not fedora, but sort of a, a gentleman's hat in black with a white band around it. And she even has on white gloves that go with her uh, her suit. And she's holding a pistol to your head and says, Now, that, that wasn't very nice of you. You know how long it took me to find that Nuka-Cola bottle? Well, I don't, but here's what's going to happen. I'm going to put my pistol in its holster very slowly. I'm going to put this bottle down, and then I'm going to compliment you on your beautiful attire and hope that you don't shoot me in the head. Well, some of those things I would appreciate, but I got to ask, what's your angle? Well, uh, myself and some of my colleagues who are outside are currently... Uh, uh, hold, 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 hold on, hold on. You mean to tell me the Deathclaw and the ghoul just chilling outside are your friends? Correct. Colleagues. Uh, work work associates. Um, we barely know each other. It's fine. But um, Are you fucking high? Nope. I could be. Is that what you're into? <laughs> she lowers the pistol and just looks at you very quizzically like, Okay, so either you're high, I'm high... Or I have to accept the possibility that a ghoul and a deathclaw and a scribe. We're in a bar. This sounds like the setup to a bar joke. And a beautiful redhead. Let's not forget that. <sighs> Tell you what, you give me 35 caps. I'll go on my way. I won't pretend anything. We don't have to make a scene of this. All right, that seems like a terrible deal. Um, I'd like to counter offer with. Maybe you tell me who you are and we have a nice conversation over a bowl of green stuff. Yeah, um, I'm not going to stick around when there's a fucking Deathclaw out there. Intelligent Deathclaw, he's very nice. He's in oh, poetry. oh, it's a he? Oh, yeah. oh okay. Very um, nice. Fuck him. I don't want to be anywhere near him. That is that is rude, and you are being very, very speciesist right now. And, you know, it's you know you were a 10, you're definitely down to an 8. And you know it's going to keep dropping the more racist you are. And I think her pistol comes right back up. Like, she's right, like... That's fair. I've overstepped my bounds. I apologize. <laughs> The but price is now 45 caps. Wow. This is getting more expensive. Um, okay. So here's what I'm thinking. Let's, 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 let's take a step back. I'm let, let you take a step back. I'll take a step back and let's just communicate without our weapons. Maybe a different kind of weapon. Just throwing it out there. You know, there are options available here that we could discuss. Can I make a charisma and barter? I'll give you a, a charisma barter, and barter here. I can do barter. <laughs> All right. Difficulty oh, of three, though. So you may wish to spend, spend your action points. Is it the same spend as it is in um, in, in Star, Star Trek? Trek? Yes, it is one for one, three total for two. You guys mind two. if I spend those two caps and do give it. him a cap, I guess? Yeah, so that actually is 
Just so you know, though, while you yeah. can give me my own action points for buying D20s, yeah. the that's the only sort of thing. Like, you can't use it like momentum and threat in Star Trek Adventures. There's a totally different system involved. Ooh. Okay. So how many what's the spend then is it like i mean i mean it's the same spend for d20s it's the same spend but like for example you can't give me an action point to reroll damage dice like you couldn't do that right okay so eight and three all right hey there's your three successes so i and i apologize and i'd really just like to start this conversation from the beginning and here's what i'm let's just sit down we'll talk it out We'll use our words, not not our weapons. Give her like a real nice smile. Yeah, the pistol comes down very hesitantly, but she says, all right, you know what? Fuck it. I got nothing else better to do. And I mean, hey, I mean, if there's a fucking intelligent death claw that understands human speech and isn't about to tear my head off, I'll admit it. I'm a little intrigued, a little, little curious what the hell that that's that's about. But um, I'm going to need one thing from you. Give me my fucking Nuka Cola back. I will slide the Nuka Cola across the table towards her. And she picks it up and in a show of dominance finishes the bottle off. That's hot. All right. So let's Nuka Cola, <laughs> the taste of a generation. All right. Here's there what you I'm go. Thinking. And hear me out. Let's invite my friends in as well. And we'll just have a conversation. You know what? You come with me. You stay a distance. You meet them. And then we, you know, we all we all interact together. And maybe we'll become friends. You know, maybe this is the beginning of one of them ragtag adventures, like Ragnar the Destroyer. You know, it, it could be. The it could be crazy. fuck is Ragnar the Destroyer? I don't know. I, I I'm not really into comic books. I'm trying. I'm trying everything I got here. You you're very distracting. Um. So yeah, you come with me, and we'll just have a conversation. How's that sound? Okay. And she starts to step back towards one of the open windows, and. Uh, she sort of pokes her head out of the diner and visibly looks at Worm and Draxus and says, Hey, uh, big guy and, uh, little dude, uh, if you're not a... Fuck it, if you can understand me, get your ass inside. Fantastic. I will sit down at the, at the, at the booth. Is it, is this, is this the, is this the word? Yeah, no, it's fine. We're good. It's the other word, not the one where you kill her. We just, oh, yeah. Okay. So I guess we'll never know what which one I, it was. Yeah, I guess that's just a mystery for the ages. Well, let's just let's get over there. I guess. Can you can you even get in the building? I mean, no, it's very but, tall. I mean, it's it's nice just to be included for a change. Oh, so sure. I'll just I'll just yeah. I'll stand I'll stand outside and just. I'll listen and, and I mean I'll talk. Texas, there's a broken to... window on the other side. You can stick your head in. Yeah, all right. I'll be right over. My oh, man. I guess we'll just walk. I mean, we'll slowly yeah. walk over there. All right. So uh, what's going to happen is once Draxus comes around the back, sticks his head in, worm, you can just go inside. Everybody settles in, and the woman, who still has introduced herself, uh, goes over to one of the fridges uh, that still remains in the diner and opens it up. And inside, you see a literal ver- a treasure trove of Nuka-Cola. I'm not talking like five bottles. I'm not talking ten bottles. I'm literally talking... 30 to 40 bottles of the stuff. And if you look carefully, there's even a bottle of quantum in there as well. 
Are you an angel? Did I... You... Can I have one of those? And she kind of looks at you and says, now... Now that that would be a story, me giving a Nuka Cola to a Death Claw. That that seems like something I can tell to people, and they'll never believe me. But uh, I don't know. What do you have to offer? Um, I uh, I mean, he's he's got all of our caps. She turns Jeez. to Wolf at, or to Nicola T at this point and says, "The price is thirty five per bottle." That's very expensive, and I feel like trying to gouge us. I have a yeah, but the bottles are refrigerated and cold, so I'm giving you a service. All right, that's fair. What if, and hear me out, you tell us your name, and we start with that. Yeah, I'm sure there's there's no there's no harm in that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. Uh, Ironically enough, my name is Angela. Well, why is that ironic? Well, because he uh, made the he made the angel Angel, comments, so. Angela. Oh, right, Angela, Angel. Uh, yeah, Sorry, Angel. I knew mm. it. Did it hurt? If you give me that line, I will kick you in the balls and then shoot you in the face. Fair enough. All right. So it did hurt. That's good. Do you have any bunions? That's what oh yeah. Good good question. What the f- why? What? Uh, you know the the little feet. The feet I'm aware of what they are. Why do you want them? Well, I just thought I could just take care of. Them. I'm a doctor. I just thought I could take care of it for you. Yeah, he's a he's a doctor, and we just yeah. we take care of bunions. Yeah, we we specialize in uh, foot related services. Don't. It makes it sound like we have a foot thing. Don't do that. She, hey, she kinda... don't speak for me. <laughs> she looked between the two of you and says. Okay, so it's official. I'm either blitzed out of my mind, or this is going to be one hell of a story I have to tell people. So, do you um, you live around here? Or? Well, uh, actually, no. Uh, believe it or not, I just sort of came upon Salem here about an hour ago. Well, what what brings you to town? Well, I, I heard there was a bunch of new Coca-Cola stashed here. And I found it. She points at the refrigerator. So, I don't know if you heard, but you're talking about services and what can be provided. Where, where are you from currently? Like, like where do you live right now? Uh, underneath rocks and otherwise low overhangs. All right. So, I mean, you know, it, at the risk of being like self-depreciating, you're living like a death claw, which is, you know what? Trust me, it ain't all that it's cracked up to be. You want four walls, you want a roof, you want security. Protection. What's what's Onions. safer? What's Onions. safer than living in a spot that's guarded by a fucking death claw? You make a sound argument, and mm-hmm. I mean I'll just I'll just put this out there. I mean, if you're a doctor, nodding at Worm, and you do security, nodding at Draxus, I I mean, I guess we could stay here. I mean, it's I I was just planning to drink all the the Nuka Cola and move on, but well, I'm I'm into the drink all the Nuka Cola part, um, but you may not even need to move on because there's like there's a like a like a like power generator here that if we can get our hands on it we might could maybe make a go out of this place 
And at this point, yeah. she actively frowns. And, you know, obviously she's frowned a little bit in the past, but this time it's <laughs> far more noticeable. And she says, yeah, about that. So um, I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say none of you are Institute freaks. But, um, oh, I'm a, I'm a, uh, uh, what do they call those? I'm a, I'm a reploid. That's what they call them, right? What the fuck is a reploid? Yeah, what are you oh, talking about? Rep, I'm a replicant. No, what do they call those things? Synths? Are you, are you're you a talking about synths? Yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a synth deathclaw. I was sent to infiltrate all the other deathclaws. I mean... You say that as you a know, joke, that's, that's but... funny. That's you know, it's probably a, more believable for people that they built a. Forget that I said that. Um, I'm from I'm from I'm from California. He's not good at jokes. They don't. We could use that. Okay. Well, more to the what? Okay. More to the point. There are a large number of synths guarding the power core. It's in the basement of the church. Right. It's actually one of those old, like pre-war generators, the kind that take the, uh, the same Ooh. power cells that you could throw into a power armor suit. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm fusion, familiar. Yeah. Fusion the, the, cells. Yeah. Fusion nice. cells. The four, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the 480 models. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think this one is the uh, 520. Holy shit. That thing will run forever. Super efficient, minimal radiation leaks. Great. The only problem is, of course, we'd have to go through an army of synths to get it clean and available for use. How many is an army? Like, are we talking like 5, 10, 20? Well, and she actually looks... one-man army? Yeah, I was going to say, she actually looks very pointedly at Draxus at this point and goes, How many, uh... I sense you, can you take in a fight there, buddy? Um, I don't know. Um, um, uh, can, he doesn't know. Uh, he doesn't. Know. Uh, Maybe like office. okay. So like, are they? Are they you could take a hundred. I mean, I didn't want to brag. You're a fighter. You're a warrior. You're confident. We've talked I mean, about this. You need to be you more. Just might, no more self-deprecation. Yeah, okay, okay. All right. Fine. Yeah. I could probably take all of them. No, you definitely could take all of them. I could definitely take all of them. I mean, Hi, uh, yeah, let's start Provided, over. That, Hi, provided I'm, I'm, that they're not, uh, you know, if they don't, like, you know, join together to form one giant super synth. I mean, in that oh, case, nice. you're fucked. That sounds like an amazing thing. We could totally Ange- Angela kind of looks at you, Worm, and says, wait, what? What They, they could fucking do? What? Is that a thing they can do? Hey, I'm just a doctor. I don't fucking know. Well, okay, more to the point. Let, um, let, let me rephrase that. I'm a doctor, not a mechanist. Oh, okay, Bones. You you do you. Um, Are you kidding me? You know? You know? You saw? Oh my! Yeah, I, yeah. I thought I was the only person who remembered that fucking show. No, uh, the, little, big, the pointy guy. And yeah, the, pointy the, ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I the, love that show. The, Fucking love that the, show. Yeah, so good. But um, you guys, you guys sound like crazy people. Yeah, well, uh, says the talking death claw. Yeah, yeah. So why don't you why don't you sit on that, Fonz, Potsy? Uh, I don't think he's gonna get that one ooh, either. Ooh, ooh, no, I got it, I got it, I got it. Hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's good, it. that's good. All right, that's good. 
But no, uh, I guess to be more serious or as serious as we can be in this situation, uh, when I checked it out, I saw about eight in there, but it's one of those things where I'm willing to bet that the moment like we start making a lot of noise, like I'm pretty sure that our conversation here is fine, but the moment we start firing a weapon or otherwise causing a scene, <coughs> I would be very surprised if more synths or more raiders of, let me start that sentence over. I would not be more surprised if quote unquote raiders that turned out to be synths came out of the surrounding buildings. Right. Right. Yeah. But also, and, and Dr. Worm will just gesture uh, towards Drax's. Uh, this fucking guy is sort of a pretty good deterrent, I think. Yeah, they're, um, I can't really say that I know of a whole lot of death claws in the Commonwealth, especially this far north, so. And how many do you know on a personal basis? One, maybe? There we go. That's what you know. I mean, I wouldn't go so far as to say we know each other. Like, let's just give it a few days. I'm not ready to move in with you yet. I mean, we literally just discussed moving in together. That, that's oh, a yeah. thing we just talked Sorry. about. Sorry, I'm I'm uh, I'm just I'm a little woozy because I think my blood sugar's low. So if I could get one of those Nuka Colas, that'd be just really great. Roll me a charisma and a speech difficulty a one. <laughs> oh, I know it's a horrible roll for you. That's why I want you to do it. All right. <clears throat> and I had no idea you were diabetic. <laughs> All right. Okay. Here we go. Oh, doctor, you are. But yeah. While he's rolling that, so for those who are curious, because I see, what, what? Uh, I see in another <laughs> chat that people are curious. So the intelligent death claw is actually something I've homebrewed. Um, in fact, if we do the Fallout command in chat, um, there should be a. Uh, yep. There it is. It's the third link. Um, it does link to the uh, Fallout homebrew list. Definitely encourage you guys to check it out because there's a lot of good tools on there, a lot of good species blocks. Give it a go. But unfortunately, Draxus, with uh, no success, I think Angela just sort of laughs and says, uh-huh, no, I I may not be a doctor, but I know death claws do not get diabetic. Damn. So... Here's the plan. I'm oh, we have a plan. I was just going to send this big guy out there and make oh, him make it a lot of noise. So we've got this diner and next to us is a tall building. How, how are you as far as shooting goes? I mean, I know you're really good at sneaking up on people and putting guns in their faces, but um, what's your aim like? So yeah, this, this part's important if I'm going to be in there mixing it up. So she pulls out her 10 millimeter pistol, doesn't like point it at anyone. But, and I'm pretty sure everyone's going to get this reference. You know how in uh, Metal Gear Solid, when Revolver Ocelot does the spinning gun thing, she basically starts twirling it around, catching it, throwing it in the air, doing backflips around her head, behind her back, and then she finally catches it and puts it back into the holster. I like right. it. That's that's good. So you that's can like... spin it around, but can you shoot with it? Yeah. Not yeah, to be a pedant or anything. I'm not trying to just... be a jerk. Yeah, that's well, good I mean, hand-eye like I... coordination. Like I said, if we if we start shooting, they're gonna hear us and come investigate. So I mean, I I think I'm a good shot, right? But ten millimeter pistol doesn't really strike me as like, you know, 
a sniper weapon, so maybe don't have her so far away. That's a good point. Uh, we need a kill zone, like a kill box. So we, we need to set it up to where you're going to go inside, Drexus. And I know, putting you in danger, pretty sure you can take it. You're big and strong. And you pull them out, and then we crossfire and shoot them all to death. Right. It's not a perfect plan, but it is a plan. All right. I can, So I like go in. All right. So we just go in. I'm like, I'm like the, the, like the, the foxhound. I'm going to go into that rabbit hole. I'm going to flush out all the rabbits. And when I flush them out, you step on them. Bingo. That's, uh, that's Doc. Um, yeah, I got nothing else. Uh, that was just real dark. Really, that's that's dark. Yeah, like I two, mean, look, two and a, two and a half weeks ago, we watched a dude like literally eat his own arm. Yeah, yeah well, that, that he did that like that was his choice. Uh, these precious rabbits have got like no, you know, what what, what are they gonna do? That's yeah, animal cruelty. Which, hey, the, uh, it's just a metaphor, Doctor. The that's where I draw the line. That want to kill us. We're not actually killing rabbits. In fact, do rabbits even exist anymore? Aren't they yes. like weird, like mutant rabbits now? I don't. It doesn't matter how many ears they have; they're still rabbits. I don't. I'm no scientist, but I don't know if that's true. And again, I think we're getting off topic. The nice lady angel, um, are you in? Unfortunately, yes. You're goddamn right. All right, so um, we need some something to hide behind some boxes. Um, something preferably that can withstand a gunshot. And uh, we need you to get your scary face on, Draxus. Show me your scary face. Come on now. Ah. There it is. Ah, proud of you. Uh, I'm, oh, I'm, 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 I'm like, I'm really, I'm not much of like a prepper. I'm really more of like an ad lib guy. So I'm going to just, oh, I'm going to go in there. He's an improving death claw. Great. Just remember, <laughs> yes, and. Now I'm driving a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Great job. Good. Drive that good. car Very right good. into that building. Scare them all out. Right. So, all right. But I have one request. Hmm. Please, for the love of whatever horrible, horrible God allowed this world to happen in the first place, for the just, love just, of that entity, yeah. please keep that refrigerator full of Nuka-Cola out of the line of fire. I mean, just don't shoot at the diner. I think we can handle that. Perfect. Um, I. So. You're not going to like this suggestion, but I mean, a fridge is a pretty good shield. I'm just saying. Yeah, but that means I'm plugging it and ruining the Nuka-Cola stash. There are some sacrifices that aren't worth it, and I think that is one of them, and I stand with the angel. Stand with her and her holy, beautiful word. There it is. Oh, All right. okay. All right. Yeah. Um, fine. Let's just. Uh, so where? So where are we going to stand? Uh, where are we going to take cover? Like, if we're not going to be in the diner, uh, where are we going to be? So, can I just take a peek out the window and see if like there's any like rubble or like? That's actually what I was about to have you guys do. So <laughs> let's have. Uh, let's have. Yeah, let's have all of you do it, because you could use the action points. Uh, roll me another Perception Survival. Uh, difficulty of one. Perception and Survival. 
And something I've noticed is that uh, perception and survival seems to be one of those power stats, or at least based on the way I run things. I'm learning that. <laughs> Yikes. All right, so Draxus and Worm got a success. Very nice. And hey, Nicola T gets you even an action point. Very nice. I'm doing the clutch. <laughs> so all of you sort of poke your head out and you check the surrounding area. So again, if you will... In the, in the Scooby-Doo style or one head, two heads. Oh yeah, one heads and then you stack them up. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. So you poke your head out and you look around the church and the surrounding area. So the front sort of street that runs in front of the church, it's actually very wide. Um, you could fit maybe three cars across it if you were being very generous and you didn't mind if your side mirrors got clipped off. Um, but what you're noticing is that there are power line poles that lead into the church itself, which confirms what, what Angela has told you, that there would appear to be some form of power generation inside the church. Now, that's the front of the church. If you look to the southern street, the one that goes to the side of the church, what you see is a series of old abandoned market stalls. And when I say market stalls, I mean classic Fallout-style market stalls, where they're made out of wood, they maybe have one or two uh, metal sort of walls to them, that corrugated metal. Um, they also have, all have a bench that you could potentially hide behind. Now that's the southern street. The northern street, which you can only just barely see from where you are now, uh, what you're seeing is it looks to be a, a restaurant and offices, and you you have to sort of squint, but you think that that sign says Rook Military Surplus? Nicola T's, like, starts drooling. He's like, oh, yeah, that's that's going to be the mother load. Are you having a stroke? That's that's like that's symptom number one. Okay, I'm not having a stroke, but we got to get to that military surplus store. If I could find, oh man, if I could get a minigun or, or a Gatlin gun, oh, I would be unstoppable. Um, after two hundred years, do you think there's gonna be a minigun in that store? If I've learned anything about the wasteland, maybe. I think I hit him you, harder than I thought. Hey, hey. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. You know what, Doctor Fergul? You're all right. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Thank, why are you why are you being racist you? toward him? Because he's a ghoul. He, he's a person. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. Oh no! I, I don't want to hear it from you, Miss uh, Intelligent Death Claws or our fucking nightmares. Okay, <laughs> that's that's a double standard, is what that is. Okay, okay. Let's let's be clear here. If a fucking Deathclaw walks up to you in the wasteland, what are you going to do? Are you going to have a conversation with it, or are you going to run the other way screaming? Let's be clear. No, I, I will do neither. I'm going to offer it any amount of bunions that I'm currently carrying on my purse. Oh, my God. I'm going to go get this behind guy. a market stall. You, you, guy you guys it. go wherever you want. And she walks out of the diner to go hide behind a market stall. Drexus? Yeah. I need you to just check me, but I think okay. I'm in love. Just, um, don't let me get my heart broken well, again, Nikki. I. All right, but you you got to promise to listen to me this time. You didn't listen to me the I'm last gonna... time, and you know we all we both know how that turned out. I, I appreciate you for still sticking by me through my time of turmoil and sorrow and heartbreak, and that's listen, why you're my best friend. I, I, and I'm gonna like walk up and hug his arm. That's uh, really how, beautiful. Uh, How's that herpes working out for you, by the way? 
It itches and it stings, but I'm a survivor. That means it's working. Bingo. Uh, can we sneak around to this military surplus store? That's what I was going to say here. So if you actually do want to check out the military surplus before you send in Draxus to make noise, I will require some stealth checks from everyone who wishes to do so. So in particular, if you wish to be stealthy, I will need an agility and a sneak at a difficulty of two for whoever is moving about. All right, well that's a that's a good start. That that is no successes. <laughs> and ding 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 ding. Shit. So what what was the combination again? I'm sorry. Agility and sneak. Agility and sneak. Right. It seems that seems sensible. All right. Well, hey, Draxus got a crit. Very nice. There's your two successes, Draxus. And it looks like Worm got two successes as well. So, Draxus and Worm, you all take point. You're moving forward very quietly. It's actually almost kind of both comical and scary how well Draxus is keeping quiet and moving about. Like, it's unnerving in a way. But you, both of you, Worm and Draxus, you get right up to the military surplus store. And then you hear a big old glass crunching noise coming from behind you. And you turn and look, and you see Nicola T has crushed a bottle beneath his foot. It was an accident, and I'm sorry. You son of a bitch. And it is at this point that you've made noise that you hear the ominous sounds of kaklunk, kaklunk, whirring, kaklunk, as synths begin to pour out of the surrounding buildings and surround you. So, <laughs> and for that military surplus store. <laughs> and I think uh, just uh, like Draxus, even though he like he's he's not wearing any clothes, just makes the motion of like rolling his sleeves up. And I tell you what, why don't we take a break before we start combat? And when we come back, we will uh, start there. So yeah, we'll be back in about five to ten minutes. Stick around. Welcome back, everybody, uh, to part two of session one of the Motley Heights campaign. <laughs> If you're just tuning in, long story short, the players are attempting to claim the town of Salem as their very own because it has a rare 520 power source, which could basically power a settlement for years, decades, etc. There's just one small problem. It's infested by synths. Synths that um, a certain Nicola T has caught the attention of by stepping and breaking a bottle. So we'll drop in right where we left off, where there's that crunching sound, and then there's the sound of mechanical marching as synths begin to pour not only out of the church, but out of the surrounding buildings in question. Now, um, again, we're mostly doing this theater of the mind. I do have a screen for the players to get a general idea of where they are in relation to one another, but I will do my best to keep a theater of the mind for those listening in. So... Uh, if you will imagine, uh, you all are sort of in the front of the church at the moment. Uh, so you still have uh, more or less the church between you and where Angela is and where the synths are more are mostly coming from. Right now, you have one synth coming out of the church and three coming out of the, the uh, military surplus store. Mm -hmm. And in general, uh, this is another teaching moment. So there's two ways of thinking about how to handle initiative. The first, and as is set as is written in the rule book, what it is is everybody has a static initiative number. 
And we basically set that up in the initiative order. And you more or less just sort of go number by number by number, you know, classic sort of Dungeons and Dragons sense. That's one way of doing things. A more homebrew way of doing things is we sort of bounce back and forth between player or ally side and the enemy side. And the only reason I bring that up is because I think for a, um, you know, equal number scenario like we have here, I think that makes maybe more sense than, say, all of the synths going at once, um, because that can get very deadly very quickly kind of a thing. So what would you guys prefer to do in this instance? Would you prefer to do it rules as written, or do you want to do it the more Star Trek Adventures way? I'm all for Star Trek Adventures because that makes it feel more like a conversation mm-hmm. versus a, all right, we went, let's hope we don't all die. Like, that's that's what I'm going for. Okay. And then we get to determine who's going. Mm-hmm. That feels more tactical if you guys are in agreement. Yeah, yeah uh, that's that's basically the system that they use in um, Genesis and the Star Wars role-playing game from Fantasy Flight. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that feels good, yeah. All right, then I'll just throw up a turn order so I can just make sure everybody has gone. All righty. So it is the player's turn first, which of you would like to act. And remember, Angela does count as part of your group. So just let me know when you want her to act. So I'm just going to scream, Draxus, little help here, buddy. All right. Well, I guess that means uh, Draxus is going to go first. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's just going to bull rush the synth closest to uh, to Nikki. Okay. So the way it works uh, is that that will be your minor action to move. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to be rolling a certain attack. So since you're doing melee uh, and you are unarmed, you yes. are going to be doing a strength and unarmed test. Now, the good news is that the difficulty is only a one. These synths are very easy to hit. All right, you get your one success. So you rush up, slash with your claws, and now I need you to roll me a hit location and then your damage dice. And hit location, yep, torso, very good. And very nice. nice. That is seven Ooh. damage. Very, very nice. So let me just check their resistances real quick. Uh, yeah, they've only got one there. So what happens is you strike out with your claws, almost in a Wolverine-style fashion, raking across this artificial life form's chest. And these are sort of the upgraded synths, the ones that have sort of, I don't want to say muscle mass to them, but they're not just like bones and artificial organs, like there's actual pseudo-skin on them. So in almost a very grisly fashion, you literally tear open their chest And you can see the artificial organs and metallic things inside of them. And let me just check because that is enough for an injury. Um, Okay, so they are machines, so they can't uh, bleed. But you have caused an injury, and I have noted that. Unfortunately, though, it is still standing. It's jittering, and it's sort of freaking out a little bit, but it is still standing. Now, Draxus, again, teaching mm-hmm. moment. 
you can give me uh, two action points to attack again, but it's the same sort of thing in Star Trek where a second mm -hmm. attack right. is difficulty one or a second task is difficulty one up. Okay. But you only have one action point right now, which is unfortunate. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I don't think there's anything more you can do unless you wanted to spend the one action point to move or do another minor action. Um, no, no, I'm, I'm good for now. All right. Then I think what's going to happen is the, the synth that you just struck is going to raise its melee weapon, which happens to be uh, this sort of shock baton that literally sparks. It's almost like a police uh, retractable baton that it flicks it out and the tip begins sort of sending out showers of sparks. And what is your defense? Oh, as, a, as an intelligent death bomb, my defense is locked to one. Wanted to be sure. Well, uh, interestingly, it has gotten a, a critical success and a complication. Very interesting. Mm. So what that's going to mean is it is going to hit you with its shock baton, but it will also lose the shock baton in the process. So it'll probably hit you so hard that it goes flying out of your hands or out of its hands. Mm -hmm. Now, I do not like the fact that it's only rolled two damage for the die. So I'm going to spend one of my action points to let it re-roll up to three zeros. So let me do that. All right, so uh, how would you feel about five damage to your right arm? Um, I mean, I wouldn't feel too good about it, but right. um, I do have an inherent uh, damage reduction of two. Okay. Um, so I'll, I'll take the, the three damage to my arm. All right. So again, as the synth comes in sort of jerking and stuttering, it strikes you in the right arm. And again, it does so with enough force that it does sort of shock you a little bit. But it's one of those things where the baton sort of falls out of its grip and goes clattering to the ground beneath you. And yeah, Jax is just going to look at it. And even though it's like it's 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 a synth, he doesn't realize how much it understands or not. But he's just, oh, crikey. You've done it now. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right. Uh, comes back around to the allies turn. What do you, uh, which one of you wants to go next? I would like to act if that's all right. Yeah, go ahead. So seeing this son of a bitch hit my friend, I'm going to sprint up next to Draxus using him as cover. Mm -hmm. He doesn't know that. And <laughs> I'm going to take, I'm going to pull up my 10 liter pistol. I'm just going to unload it pop pop into this uh since whatever part of him i hit all right uh, so i roll well let's double check so what is the uh range on your pistol uh close then you're good you don't get any difficulty increase okay and for you uh you will be rolling a small guns and agility gracious all right so generic roller, how many d20s? Two. Oh, another thing that I've completely forgotten until now. Um, if you have a tagged skill, do let us know because I have to look and check that manually. That is a tagged skill. Yes. Okay, so Honor, for those at home. All right, gotcha. So moving forward, we'll check it. I just, it slipped my mind. Yep. So tag skills work like focuses in Star Trek Adventures, but you <laughs> always have them if you're doing the tag skill. Yeah. So, for example, since uh, your small arms is tagged, or small guns, mm -hmm. if you had rolled below your small gun score, it would be two successes kind two of successes. a thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, you still get the one you need. So go ahead and roll me a hit location and roll me some damage dice. So if I understand damage, it said four in the book. So it means yes. four dice? Yes. And what I would say is that you actually can spend, quote unquote, ammo to okay. up your damage done. Because it has a rate of two. Which means so, you can spend, if I understand correctly, you can spend up to two ammo okay, to yeah. inflict two more dice of damage. I'm going to do that. So it's like a run, like like slide on my knees, pop, pop. Trying to Love look it. cool in front of Angela. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Uh, of course. Look cool rat. Helping my friend. All right. Uh, so that'd be six damage. Oh, hit location first. Right, right arm. Okay. Off. That'd be sweet. Combat dice, six. All right. That is more than sufficient. So when you fire in in a sliding fashion up into the synth, it literally starts to combust before you. So you fire one shot, it starts to smoke. Second shot, sparks and flames are starting to shoot off of it. Third shot goes into it and it doesn't like detonate in a harmful fashion, but it detonates in a very impressive display of uh fireworks, if you will. And m- metal and bits of debris goes shattering all over the place, and they sort of just bounce off of Draxus's back like he doesn't care. Um, like a gender reveal party, if you will. Oh. <laughs> we we don't have the Tannerite to, to make it so it's everyone in town can hear it. But I'm going to slap the back of his cap and be like, we got this, buddy. Shake and bake. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> so it's this point, uh, unless you want to do anything else, Nicola T, did you... Uh... Do you help me, Oprah. Help me, Tom Cruise. Fucking shake it, bake. Shake it, bake, buddy. Shake it oh, before God. you bake it. <laughs> you so I think for that affront to nature, I think the synth in question, we'll call Yellow Dot Synth. I think Yellow Dot Synth is going to attempt to use its Institute laser pistol and shoot at Nicola T because it can. I would <laughs> like to argue that. It misses anyway. So yeah, I was going to say it misses anyway. So it just it shoots between you and it goes like right between Draxus's leg and just hits the ground right before it would get to uh, Nicola T. Which does mean either Worm or Angela will go next. Uh, yeah, I, I'll go. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'll, I'll just... I uh, Dr. Worm is still sort of standing there. Uh, a little taken aback by the fact that this all like just went to shit real quickly um and, and he will quietly say to himself uh if i was nude this would be exactly like my nightmare <laughs> and then uh so so what so l what's the closest like bit of cover that he can sort of like jog off to you know what i mean well, I would say that there's obviously Draxus, but now that you've handled the synth coming out of the church, you just kind of poke your head into the atrium of the church and shoot around a corner that way. Good. Yeah. What I want to do is I want to like beeline into the church, like just the, the foyer, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. And no, just like thanks. Thank you. Uh, and, and use that, uh, that little, um, basically the, the, the doorway. Right, mm. as a kind of way to shield myself, and I'll just pop out. I'll pull my pipe gun out and uh, take a shot. At All right, go for it. The nearest synth. Yeah. And what I would say is, do you have close or medium on that pipe gun? Close. In that case, you are actually at medium range, so it's a difficulty of two for you. Okay. Still believe in you. 
as you can probably tell, this character is made for combat. Mm. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and this is a focus skill, by the way. Not the uh, you're all two thirteens, unfortunately, which means a whole lot of nothing. So wait, wait, wait. Ooh. Luck time. Luck time. Yes, let's yes. go. <laughs> First. Yeah. Let's I, do this. I think I need. So, so we never established whether or not there was a cap on luck spending. Let's actually delve into the rules a little bit and keep so it's fresh. Let me re. Okay, so, um, da, 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 da. so and this. I'd like to spend two points to reroll both of those. Right, I'm just making points. sure you can do that. Um, right. so let's go through them. Luck of the draw is just like uh, creating an advantage or a narrative declaration. That's one misfortune. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm going through it here. It is misfortune. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it specifically does says one or more luck points. So I think what it is, is it's one luck point for one D20. And yeah, it actually goes on to say you can spend multiple luck points on a roll. And it also says that each die may only be rerolled once. Okay. So we're doing it half right is what we were doing. Okay. (laughs) So then I would like to spend two luck points to reroll those two D20s. Yep, that makes sense. All right, let's uh, part part two. Let's try this again. Still nothing. <laughs> wow. Yeah, a lot of nothing, unfortunately. Fourteen yeah, eleven. It's it's one of those things where you do definitely get behind cover though, and you do fire out, but your shots just go wide. Like they don't connect with any of the sense, unfortunately. Uh, I'm not meant for this. It's now, all right. You're a you're a healer. Now, what I would say is that you have actually caught the attention of Blue Dot Synth. So this synth is actually going to walk closer towards the church because it's a synth. It doesn't know that it's not supposed to get in melee range of a death claw, but it does walk up closer to you so that it has a actual line of sight on you uh, to shoot you with its laser pistol. So. It misses still completely. Wow, they uh, ten and an eighteen. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. so it, it was it was shooting at me, is what you're saying. Oh yeah, it was. And obviously, if it had hit, I'd give you damage resistance for cover. But apparently, these synths can't hit the broadside of a church. So yeah, that's a thing. I think the problem is they can hit the broadside of a church. <laughs> I, you know, they can't they can't hit the broadside of a ghoul. There you go. So I think at this point, Angela is going to go and she is considered to be at long range. So she's at difficulty of three with her pistol. But I think she's going to see the synth going for Dr. Worm and she's going to shout, Worm, duck! And she's going to fire something special. Uh, I'll let you know what it is if she's successful. Worm, duck? I've never heard of that thing. As 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 long as we don't hear that. Let me ask this. <laughs> Would you like to give her your action point for giving her three dice total? Let me ask that. Yeah, Absolutely. let's do that. Let's do yeah. that. And it's a good thing you did because that got her three successes overall, which is exactly what she needed. So what happens is you hear the sound of a rope snapping and Draxus and T, you guys look up in time just to see one of the bells of the church literally careening down in a comical fashion, almost Looney Tunes style. And it smacks the synth 
and clunks it to the ground immediately. I'm not even going to roll damage. That synth is dead. That synth is super dead. It's a bell. Yeah, it's it's a heavy bell coming from 20 feet up. It's dead. There's it ain't coming back from that. Draxus, I, I need you to just just be strong for me. I'm, I'm in love. If you guys if you guys knew what television was, you'd know why uh, saved by the bell. It would be a funny thing to say here, but you don't. So, um, yeah, that's all I got. Right. Thank, thanks, Doc. Well, the only synth that hasn't gone at this point is going to sort of read the room best it can, and I believe it's just going to shoot at Draxus because you're the biggest target. Mm. Uh, actually, will hit you. Uh, even gives me a uh, action point back. Very nice. So it is going to do only three damage. No, it actually has vicious one, so it's going to do four energy damage. To your torso. Ow. You don't need that. Alright. Four, two, or actually that'll be it'll be two, because I have two damage reduction against every damage type, which is so good. Mm-hmm. Incredible. The, the the torso, as we all know, is vestigial. So there's yeah. no need for <laughs> I have a redundant torso. Maybe yeah. for the living impaired. But not but, for yeah, us. I was gonna say. If there's one meme I want to see out of this episode, I just want someone to make a living impaired meme. Just <laughs> just someone out there. Please do it. I'd love to see it. Be great. <laughs> but yeah, that is the end of round one. We come now to round two, and it is the player's turn since the synths just went. So who would like to go next? I feel like Dr. Worm has a chance at redemption. I like it. All right. I'll give it a shot. Literally. Um, All right. So let's see. Um, so I just, um, using my pipe gun the last round, I just mm-hmm. shot the once. So technically that's like one bullet, right? One bullet, yep. Okay, yeah. I just, just for my own reference, I want to keep track of the ammo here. Cool. Um, all right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to now, since I'm already in cover, I'm going to spend my minor action to aim. Okay. And then I will spend my major action to shoot at the gnarliest looking synth. And by by that, I mean the one that will probably fall over quickest. They both look kind of beefy right now. They haven't taken a hint, but let's say one of them maybe has more of a dark tinge to their face. And I don't mean that like in a racist sense. I mean, like literally. I don't know. It sounded kind of racist the way you put it. Yeah, yeah, that's bad on me. I don't mean in a racist way. What I mean is, instead of it being like that matte white, it is like more of a black, like a dark, almost burn mark black, if, if, that, dingy, if that makes any sense. A little singed. Yeah, a little singed. Maybe that would have been Sooty. a better way to put it. Sooty, there you go. That's That would have been a much better way to put it. I apologize. I just, we, we've spent so much time talking about I know, we spent so much time, the and I'm just racism. a secret racist, and... yeah. How dare I? You heard it here first. PLH, yeah. secret race. From his own mouth. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Listen, so it's hard roll. sometimes. I do my best. It's hard right. not to be racist? So <laughs> am I? Oh. It, it, it's really hard. Uh, I saw seconds, so, and then I was like, wait, not to me. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I'm going to get flagged for that, but whatever. Yeah, am I still at medium? Yeah, you're still at medium, so you are at difficulty two, um, but you did aim, so you could re-roll that 15. Yeah, I'm going to do that, yep. 
Okay, one d20. Big money, big money. Ah, luck so, yeah. boy. I I think unfortunately you try and aim and shoot, and again your bullet goes wide, hitting one of the wooden buildings next to the military surplus store. And I'm that's... spending another luck point. Damn it! All right, all right. My my, it's got Dr. a worms out. modus operandi is is like a bad gamble. It's just gonna keep just pumping coins in. Hey. There you go. There you Ooh, go. Crit that success. Gets you... That's it. Gets some oh, action points. Yep. Gets you an action point. So yeah, now go ahead and roll hit location and go ahead and roll damage. All right. So the right arm. So is it too late to spend ammunition? I don't think there's a... No. It, as long as you do it before the roll, I think, is the clarification. Right. Okay. Well, I'm going to spend two in that okay. case. I'll go down to... 15 shots here. So I'm going to roll five in total. Okay. Three for the pipe gun and two for the extra. What? All right. A Do you want to spend wow. a luck point? Six luck points. Yeah. Just wow. All right. You can wow. spend, you can reroll up to three of those combat die with a luck spend. All right. That's that is funny. four damage. And let me just double check the resistance of the synth. All right, so small retcon, you do take aim, you do fire out, you do hit the synth in the arm. However, instead of the impressive display that the bell and what Draxus and what T did, it looks like you actually didn't do a whole lot of damage. Like it almost, to borrow a phrase, it's like you just shot a death claw in the shoulder. It doesn't really seem to have cared. Motherfucker. Hey, hey. That's my thing. <laughs> well, speaking of your thing, the one that's just been shot is actually going to aim at Worm and open fire. And it, too, is at a difficulty of two. And it misses completely. Wow, I just... I Just whiffing. Yeah, just a big old whiff today. So laser fires out, hits the side of the church, causes a little burn ah, mark. Ah, Jesus. Ah, I'm sorry, I shouldn't... Okay, no, not Jesus. Somebody else. Well, it's the player's turn again. Which one of you would like to go? I feel like Draxus has some rage that he needs to deal with. Yeah, the dude that, that got shot and wasn't really hurt. Um, he's You don't horn in on my racket. All right. So I'm going to go and rip him in half. All right. As you know, strength unarmed, defense of one. <clears throat> See what you can do. You need to obliterate these guys. Turn them into a Radio Shack Ew. warehouse. Ew. Uh, ew. That's Get your luck. Horrible. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I've only got the one luck point though, so <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna go ahead and use that, and we're gonna hope that my tag skill. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. That's a 17 and a 16. So that's that's a whole lot of help. So what happens? I think is Draxus, you run over to deal with the synth that uh, Worm just shot. But as you come swiping in with your claws, the synth, in a almost unsettling display of agility and forethought, actually dodges your claw as it comes in at them. Oh my god, they've adapted! It's a, it's a neural net processor, a learning computer. Just keep swinging, buddy. You'll get him eventually. These well, things are way faster than humans. 
awkward. I now have to make a judgment call as a GM. Do I shoot Worm again or do I shoot Draxus? I mean, I'm out of luck. I mean, I'm the punching bag. Why not? Just fire away. No. You know what I'll do? I'll shoot at Nicola T. That's what oh, I'll do. No. <laughs> that seems I'll, like the logical thing. Bring it I'll at shoot me. It. All right. So let me do ranges here. Uh, the synth is at medium range from Nicola T. So it's a difficulty of two. Uh, let's see what happens. Uh, there I go. There's three successes. It finally hit something. (laughs) So this is actually, I think, very interesting for several reasons, but let's step through it. So that is six, seven, eight energy damage. It's going down. So Nicola T, what do you have on your right leg in terms of damage resistance? And it's specifically energy resistance. Zero. Okay. You're going to take eight damage, and that means you take an injury. Now, unlike Star Trek Adventures, where if you take an injury, you're out of the scene kind of a thing, you're very much still standing in Fallout D20. It's just that now you have a critical injury. And since it is the leg, in almost as Worm is probably about to uh, attest to, when you get hit in the leg, you immediately drop prone. And interestingly, and make a note of this, until you are healed, your injury is handled. Moving is a major action for you now. Yeah, it's like this spot. Figured I could just set up shop here, maybe Mm -hmm. build a home for myself. Settle down, put down roots. Put down roots. Like like a tree. Like a tree indeed. Mm. So I think, uh, Nicola T, would you want to go after being shot to the ground and grunting in pain, or do you want Angela to maybe avenge you? Oh no, I'm. This is my. This is my show. So Nicola T takes the the the, the laser shot to the leg, screams out, "Son of a bitch!" and you know falls to the ground. As he does, he sticks his gun out and is going to take a shot at the guy that shot him and maybe look cool, but probably fail miserably. <laughs> All right. Well, um, difficulty all right. of two. You do have an action point. Oh, we do. I'm going to mm-hmm. spend it because why not? You guys mind? I spend nope. it? No. Nope. Cool. Nope. Go ahead. 3d20. Special seven. Please, Jesus. Well, it was really terrible, but I have some luck. I'm going to yeah, spend two say, luck. Two luck. That would be good. Two. Seven, three, please, please, please. Yes. Hey, there you yeah, go. So you actually go. get that action point back. That action point right back. And yeah, you know the drill. Hit location and then any damage die. And let's check. Do you have a fire rate that you want to spend ammo for? Yep, I got a fire rate of two. Spend that extra right. ammo. Um, so that'd be six because that's damage yep. of four. So it's six. And let's go, let's go, let's go. All right. Get, get our done. Torso. 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 Good, stuff. good stuff. Come on, come Just on, come on. That was good. terrible. Uh, oh, damn. I got one more luck. No, two more luck points left. I got to distract me. I've fallen into the accident and I can't get out. I'm going to spend my last two luck points because I feel like this is important. I'm going to reroll those three damage dice. I think you can reroll three yeah. with one. Yeah, it's it's three for one. So you actually, oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Perfect. Yep. Okay. I'll have one luck point left, and I'll probably need it. And wamble bambo. All right. Five. That's not, not terrible. Five damage. Not bad. So let me just double check <laughs> their resistance. They've only got one there. Uh, so what I'm going to say 
is that you plug the synth that just shot you, uh, and you do cause a noticeable hole in its torso. Um, you can actually kind of, if you squint a little bit, you can see through to the other side. Um, however, unlike the other synth at the beginning of combat, which sort of sparked and began to stutter, maybe this one's internal organs are just a little bit better off than that one was. So it's still standing, unfortunately. Fuck that guy! But it's now Angela's turn, and I'm going to ask the same question. Would you like to give her your action point for her to roll three dice? I think so. You know that part in Kung Pao, Enter the Fist, where he punches out a whole cylindrical tube of the guy's meat? That, that's what I'm imagining. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. I can see it. All right, Angela, I believe in the you that believes in me. Eh, only two successes, unfortunately. She needed three. So you hear Angela discharge her firearm and kind of swear and say, Damn it, sorry! I I loved you. <laughs> but it is at this point that we come to round three, and I think for round three, I think uh, both of the synths, I'm actually going to spend one of my uh, action points here so that the synths go back to back. So, wow. hey, Draxus, how you doing there, buddy? I'm, I'm okay for now. Well, that's good because the first shock baton does nothing. The second shock baton does nothing. <laughs> My God, I cannot roll for shit. We're, just, we're all just sort of drunkenly flailing and shooting each <laughs> other in the middle of a square. To I anyone else. You, doctor. I look cool. <laughs> oh, well, of course. You with your cool leg wound. Right. <laughs> Well, the good news is that since they went back to back, literally everybody can now go. You just have to do it in certain orders so that I, I know what's happening. Draxus, Draxus, Draxus. My turn. All right, Eric Roller. We're going to roll two. Now ten. Okay, I'm really Good. sorry about what I'm, sp I'm about to do here, but you should have taken the Alameda down the four out of five, okay? <laughs> you shouldn't have come this way, right? Right. Um, so, yeah, you know, that's, that's, that's one. one that's all you need. So, yeah, hit location and... Oh, oh, there's my combat dice. I'll roll hit location. Left arm. All right. Actually, that is enough that uh, if you attack the same target that shot yeah. uh, Mr. T... That synth will go down in another sort of fireworks display of sparks and metal that shoot off everywhere. You're the best friend I've ever had. Save your strength. <laughs> I love you. Right, Don't let well. go. <laughs> Who wants to I'll go never next? let go, Drax. I'll never let I go. Can't <laughs> I can't quit you. <laughs> I don't know I how to quit you. you Drax. <laughs> Why doesn't, why doesn't Dr. Worm go next? Okay. Oh, yeah. Sounds reasonable. So let's see. Um, here, here's what I want to try. Okay. Okay. Um, so there's one synth left. Yes. One synth. Yep. Okay. That we know of, I guess. That you know of. Yeah. Um, what I want to do is realizing that like my actual gunfire against this these synths are uh, is woefully inadequate what i want to try to do now is to like shoot one of the power lines down so mm -hmm. that it strikes the synth and like <laughs> shocks it to a crisp i like it i like it um 
Hmm. I have a thought on this, but I want to check something because I want it to be something that actually would help you and not hinder you. So normally when you're doing your ranged attack, it's agility and small guns. Mm -hmm. So let me ask this. Compared to your agility, is your luck higher or lower? Lower. Okay. I was going to say then if it was higher, I was going to let you do luck plus small guns. I'll give I'm you an option. I'll tell you what. We'll do it this way. You can do either an agility plus small guns at difficulty two, or you can do a luck plus small guns at difficulty one. Hmm. I know it's tempting. I will do luck and small guns. All right. I love it. Okay. Um, we don't have any action points. I'm out of luck points. <laughs> okay. Uh, help me, Jesus. Help me, Tom Cruise. Um... All right. Well, I have good That's news a... and I have bad news. The good news is you got your two successes. The bad news is that you rolled a complication as well. Yeah. So I think this is what's going to happen then is you fire out at one of the power lines and it snaps off from the one of the poles and swings down and slams into the synth, electrocuting it completely. And it if the other synths were like a, a small like firecracker that you'd light it, you know, in your backyard, this explosion much more fantastical. In fact, it's so fantastical that this is the complication I am going to be rolling some damage against Draxus here because he is right next to the synth. He's going to take some damage. So, Draxus, how would you feel about five energy damage to the torso? Um, I mean, I feel not great about it, but I mean, it's going to be three. Yeah, I'll say that's the distinction here. You're yeah. shocked, to say the least. There you go. There you go. I'll, I'll see myself no. out. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Draxus says the, the metal impales into you, a little bit sticks into your flesh, and you just kind of look down, and you've got, like, ridges now. That's interesting. Oh, God, how did that happen? Oh, no. You know, you really... I mean, it's like you weren't even aiming for him that time. I don't, I don't know. It's I'm just, just a... I'm sorry. I'm just a really bad shot. I don't know what to tell you. I'm, I, it's... It's, uh, you know, mistakes were made. It's fine. It happens. So guy at this with, point, guy with a wounded leg on the ground, doctor, you could do some doctoring. Or, you oh, know. there there he goes again. Me, me, me. <laughs> Literally. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Uh, keep your pants on. Actually, take your pants off. It'd be easier to work <laughs> that way. Okay, doctor, I'm not into that. Oh, wait. Okay, doctor. Right. No, oh. you, you got to think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a Angela, can you come over here and help me take his pants off? Not right now. Um, I will pretend you didn't just ask me to do that, and I'm going to go check and see if there's any more sense to worry about. Yeah, Doctor, I'm going to need you to stop cock-blocking me. All right. All right. I'm, just, I'm just trying to do the medical thing, okay? Right. I don't care about your little human, you know, into... Cold love. You wouldn't understand. Yeah, fine, whatever. Yeah. Oh, also yep, please. 
when you turn I mean, undead, you lose all emotions, no concepts of love. I mean, he did he, friendship. He, he did he. I mean, he's still a person. He still has a heart. No, like, apparently I'm not. No, I'm like a vampire or some shit. No, not okay, you know. You, I'm just walking around completely amoral. Just honest question: Does it still work down there? Uh, let me check. And Doctor Worm will just jam <clears throat> his finger into the leg wound. I'll take yeah. that as a maybe. <laughs> just, uh, just doing anything for you? He'll just like, like, move it around. Wait, my leg wound? Your leg yeah, wound? Your yeah. Leg. Ah! You son of a God! Bless it! Ah! It's still uh, working. I think he's gonna be okay. Anyway, I'm gonna um, bleed and check this military surplus store. Okay. All right. No, you stop. You stop wiggling around. Take your finger out of my... Ow! I gotta put my fingers in there a little bit. I mean... You're fucking sick. Alright? You're a sick son of a bitch. Nice. Alright, so I did a little bit of research on uh, healing and whatnot. So, between sessions, you'll heal unless I say otherwise. But in order to treat the injury... Um, what it is, is it is a int plus medicine test, and it is a difficulty of one, unless I have misread, and it's not going to give you any health back, but it will allow, uh, Mr. T to walk around without any penalty. I would appreciate that. That sounds good. Yeah. Okay. So intelligence and medicine. Very mm -hmm. good. All right. Two D twenties. Intelligence. Medicine. And medicine is one of my tag skills. Ooh. And that's the one success you need. So Doc, you patch him up and Nicola, you can oh, what you got. Doctor, what is your skill level for that? Because you three. can roll it two. It, so we might get three. two successes and get an action point. That you do. That you do. Cool, cool, cool. My, my medicine skill is three, so yeah. Good catch. But yeah. So yeah, Nicola T, as the doctor does his work, I mean, you flex your leg a little bit. I mean, it still hurts like a son of a, but you could walk on it. You may be a creepy, rotten person, but you're damn fine, doctor. That's all I ever wanted to hear from you. We have a touching moment. No, we don't. <laughs> thought we did wasn't that like we were like building a relationship like breaking no, down walls and barriers absolutely not no there's still a very thick barrier between the two of us you were inside me oh my god look, on look, that let's, note let's not get weird on that note um let's do draxus first so draxus uh you do enter into the military surplus store and it's your stereotypical gun store i mean i don't know if you in real life have ever been in one but it's racks idiot. upon racks of firearms mods etc etc mm -hmm. i mean it's obviously been looted the good stuff has been taken already or at least at first glance the good stuff has been taken but if you want to look for anything in particular you can roll me a perception and a survival at a difficulty of three all right all right i'll do that and i'm going to spend our action point so perception and survival. Rather than wait for somebody who's better suited to this, I'm just going to do it myself. All right. That's the Commonwealth spirit. That it is. And we can have a 
can that be motley heights like tagline just do it yourself do it yourself there you go w- wicked diy oh so i think what we're gonna say is that for the next two hours literally two hours draxus is just looking around the gun store like just what it so this is kind of getting into the scavenging rules (laughs) you can still roll again to search the place Mm -hmm. but every attempt Mm -hmm. takes time so worm t as draxus is making a bunch of noise in the gun store uh angela comes back and reports well, uh, good news. Uh, I took care of two more cents in the uh, in the generator room. Uh, unless any, we got any Murlocs, Murlocs, Meyerlocs, uh, or uh, we got. Uh, yeah, there you go. Let's we'll just introduce Murlocs into the campaign. Um, unless we have any rad roaches, I I think we're good. I I I haven't seen signs of any other since. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm not. If there are red, uh, could you go back in and check on the red roach thing? Because if there are red roaches in there, I'm not going anywhere. It's not getting near that thing. I'm spending one action point that a small little rad roach drops out of the sky and drops on a worm's head because it has to. Motherfucker! God damn it! Ah, get I will it! Ah. Lap it off his head and then step on it. Because I find it funny, Nicola T, roll me an unarmed attack of strength plus your unarmed. Oh, that's real bad. I'm not. I'm not a melee guy. That's gonna be real bad. It's okay. It's okay. It's only a difficulty one, and okay. it's not gonna hurt worm unless you roll a complication. Oh, I probably. Will. But please, I am gonna please, spend please. my own action points to make this a sixteen to twenty complication range. Just dump them at the end. Just dump them, <laughs> son of a bitch. And I respect it. Goddamn. Okay. All right. Oh, didn't mean to roll that. Uh, generic roller two and. I'm rolling. I got to roll under a four. I believe. Here we go. <laughs> all right. All right. You there you didn't succeed. 16. There's a 16. There's a 16. Oh, there's. A... <laughs> so what happens is Nicola T, you going for the slap. It hits worm just right across the face, like full on, almost like, like, um, I don't want to say like the derogatory term, but you know, the type of slap I mean, just the big old forehand slap to the face sure the 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 slap that you would deliver to someone when perhaps they owe you money wow yeah 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 i'm gonna look at him and be like is your skin supposed to feel that leathery because that was disgusting Ah. oh okay well i'm certainly sober now At this point, the rad roach flaps its wings and flies off into the distance. I swear, we, uh, weird uh, rats. I, I guess they're all it bugs fucking uh, scourging the earth. And I think because I find it funny, I think uh, Angela's going to line up a shot and shoot it out of the air and say, there you go, Doc, just for you. That's what I'm I talking about. Partial credit for that as I scared it off his head. And I think Angela then turns to you, Nicola T, and slaps the hell out of you and says, now you can take credit for it. Oh, don't make it weird. Don't make <laughs> it. Oh, now I regret everything. <laughs> Wait, what? Where's Draxus? Anybody seen Drax? At this point, Draxus, two hours has passed. You come out of the gun store. Um, um, what was I supposed to be looking for? Buddy, we've talked about this. You are muscle, not I. 
Let's hey, do it together hey, as a team. Let's hey, remember, we, we talked about this. We, we worked together. I found this matchbox car and got um, a little distracted. Hey, I mean, can I see that? Oh, yeah. Nicholas Key is going to go into it's uh it's something it's got a little it's got a little writing on the back it's something called a Camaro oh yeah yeah look at that and Doctor Worm will turn and just like chuck it into basically space oh focus god damn it I'm over here getting savaged by goddamn brad roaches and you're in there playing Hot Wheels leading the way get it together all right that's fair. Did you find any bullets, any guns, anything that can help us? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's probably some in there at the gun store. Great. Let's go in and look together. But here's the real mystery. What was a matchbox car doing in there? Tell you what. Why don't we table that? We'll put that on the table with the other things. What table? We don't have a table. It's It's a metaphorical fucking table. Jesus. Uh, God, I'm going to go in the store. You guys can follow me if you want. But honestly, I'm not too bothered if you don't. Obviously, I don't want to because you're being really, like, kind of hurtful. Okay. Okay. Yeah, fine. Okay. Most put upon person in this group because of the color of their skin and condition. Of I said it's leathery. Don't forget. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna walk away. All right. You know. <laughs> all right. You know, Doc. You got a real chip on your shoulder about this whole ghoul thing, but I still think that I'd give you ten to one odds that I'd get shot at before you would. Yeah, it's because you're fat. Wow. I thought we established that words hurt. I know the table's very full. We still need to find a table, but that table's getting stacked high. I think no, I mean he's no, he's 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 right. I could stand to lose a few pounds. No, you, you are yeah. a beautiful, robust death claw that is perfect in the skin that you have. Do not let anyone tell you differently. We've talked about you this. are a tub of scales, and wow. you are literally the worst analog for a human being I've ever seen. You are you are hurtful, Doctor. These <laughs> Angela at this point speaks up and says, "Yeah, boys, you can do this whole thing later. Let, let's search the place while there's still daylight. Maybe if you don't want me to be like this, don't make me sober." So, alcohol, right? Okay, looking for alcohol. Then got it. All right, so uh, we are now going to enter into the scavenging rules. So I do want to give a shout out here. Um, we are actually using the automated looting table uh, that is found on the homebrew list. And if I recall correctly, uh, that was by Rainy Day Ninja. It's a very good uh, tool to have. Uh, it, pretty much if you have a copy of, uh, like if you have a Google account, you make a copy of the sheet, you click two buttons, you get a loot chart. It's very, very nice. Would recommend. But the way it's going to work is that all of you are going to do basically a big task together. Um, The only caveat is one person is the lead, one person is an assist. Just like in Star Trek Adventures, the assist is 1d20. And as I said earlier in the session, it is a perception and a survival check in order to scavenge. Now, if you just want to search the gun store, it's a difficulty of one. 
If you want to spend the time to search all of the Salem town, it's a difficulty of three. What I would say is that there are drastically different loot charts depending on which you do. Here's my thought, team. We have some time. Mm-hmm. So maybe we focus on the gun store first. Yeah. And then, I mean, I assume we have time. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's a horde of synths coming to end our That's lives. But almost this. I'll, I'll roll a D100. And depending <laughs> that's how on many the results, are coming. <laughs> okay, no, no, no uh, a 97. So what that's going to mean then is you have four hours of daylight remaining. So technically, you could attempt this task twice, this difficulty three task twice. Difficulty three or difficulty one? The difficulty one will probably only take you maybe 10 minutes to do. Let's do that, then the other one. Yeah. Okay. All right. In that case, uh, need a uh, perception survival difficulty one for whoever wants to uh, take the lead on this one. So yeah, I feel not, like the not, doctor not should take the lead because, like, he's used to using his eyes to fix people, and like, I that have... just feels right. And you're also like, yeah. I don't know, that just feels like you should take the lead. I have high perception, and my survival is a tag skill. So yeah, I mean, that sounds about right. I like it. Okay, and I will do the main role then. I'll help because there's a division between Draxus and the Doctor right now, so I'm trying to bridge it. I'll help. Oh, one thing I just checked. Uh, so small clarification: um, the ten minutes is if you search just the bottom floor of the gun store. Since the gun store is a two-story affair, it's thirty minutes to check the entire thing. So if that changes anything, it. it might change things. But I did want to let you know. Let's do it. Thirty minutes. Yeah, we can spend half half an hour. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Then yeah. Let's uh, let's see those rolls. Nice. All right, that is two successes, so that's oh. already uh, enough to pass. <clears throat> so uh, let's let get me those roll. AP. Ah. Let me see. It's difficulty one though; it gives us an action point, right? Difficulty two. That was that was the other ah. clarification. So oh, for both floors. Yeah, for both floors. All right, so. This is really interesting. So would you guys like me to just copy all of this and dump it at once? Or do you want me to just read it out and you guys take notes? I can copy do either. It does, doesn't matter to me. Just, uh, I mean, it'd be easiest just to probably dump it in the dump it. All right, right. So let me. Actually, you know what? I'm going to just go ahead and screenshot this. And I'm going to put it in Discord. Okay. Yeah. Um, but narratively, uh, what is important to note is that you have found some very, shall we say, esoteric items. And what I mean is you find not only an x one power armor helmet, you find a Vault 98 jumpsuit, you find another hmm. bottle of Nuka-Cola, you find a stim pack, you find a heavy incinerator weapon... You find 11 throwing knives and a holotape player. Oh, my God. Nice. Yeah, really good loot. You you guys got an amazing roll on this chart. Wow. I think uh, in the process of searching, I will come across the Nuka-Cola. Mm-hmm. Um, I assume it's like, you know, there's still dregs in there at least. Oh, it's it's not even opened. Oh, good. All right, great. Then I will I will make my way back to Draxus at some point, mm-hmm. and I will just like hold the Nuka-Cola up to him and, and be like, 
listen, uh, I've had some time to think about the things that I said, and um, uh, I didn't, I didn't really mean any of that. Uh, I think my blood sugar is low, uh, so yeah, this is a olive branch sort of thing. Just you know, enjoy it, and let's never speak of this again. Yeah, Drax like gingerly take the the Nuka Cola and just sort of look at it and say, um, "Yeah, okay, but this is the thing. Um, just big old like ballpark Frank fingers, so I can't really get this teeny bottle cap off without wrecking the whole bottle." So yeah, I gotta I gotta do everything around here. Just give me the damn thing. And I'll pop the pop the cap, and then do you want me to pour it in too? Is that you know you want you want to feed your num nums? Is that it? <laughs> oh, the plane's coming in! Oh, you don't know what I, plane I feel is. like. What am I, talking I, about? I feel like you're being um, a little bit condescending, and if I was in better humor and not full of shrapnel, I would probably laugh. Uh, but as it stands, I will graciously accept this Nuka-Cola as a gesture of good faith and uh, not make you eat your fucking glasses. That would be best. Also, I, I would try not to laugh because that shrapnel's just going to go farther in. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've, I've felt, I feel that. But I think yeah. maybe it'll, it'll be a nice conversation piece going forward. Sure. Why not? Okay, I'm gone. Chicks dig scars. No, we don't. What? Ew. I, I... All right, but I thought I thought you liked her. Well, I'm not saying her. I'm saying like a nice, pretty deathclaw lady with like a wig or something. I don't know. What are you into? Correct? Have you Ooh. met? Have you met a deathclaw? Why would she be? Who? Who is? They're horrible. Who's taking the time to construct a wig for a death claw? <laughs> I don't know. The same one that constructed a nice bandana for this day. Look, I want my I mean, friends to love. Is that so wrong? Like, that's a I tablecloth, mean, probably. I thought we were growing as a family here. It's uh, right? actually, um, actually, I got it off the picnic table. Yeah, see? What I would say is at this point, Angela comes to the square where you're all arguing and bickering. She puts down a table slams her hands on it to get everyone's attention. And as you look at her, she says, I found this table and I think we all need to do something very important to it. And our final scene is all of you collectively putting your hands under the edge of the table and then flipping it into the stratosphere kind of a thing. And that's where we'll end today's session. <laughs> oh. Of course, of course, when Draxus does it, it literally launches into space. Yes. Oh, yeah. On the, on the roof of the church now. Yeah, left, God, God damn it. Freakishly. We're going to have to get that down at some point. I really need to learn to restrain myself. Actually, I feel like it could be a very interesting conversation piece. The table. We've tabled the table. Oh, my God. But yeah, did, what did I you mean, guys did... think? What did uh, <laughs> you guys think? I thought that was a really fun session, all things yeah. considered. That was, that was a lot of fun. From the bottom of my heart, I had the most fun that I've had in a very long time. These other two gentlemen are fantastic role players and I am honored and humbled to play with you all. So thank you. Thank you. Likewise.
feeling the same way. No, it was, it was a blast. It was a blast. Just um, very rarely do I get just like laughter ripped from me mm -hmm. like this. It's a, it's a rare thing. It's precious. Oh my God, that you're fucking sick line. I, yeah, <laughs> you saw me. I was, yeah. I was dying. I was dying. I actually thought your avatar was glitching or something. No, that was me literally <laughs> dying in real life. Like, that was, was just, just it was just fidgeting all over the place. <laughs> oh, oh. But yeah. Um, all right. So this is Robin and the recording for YouTube, but Twitch stick around because we're gonna raid somebody, but YouTube, see you later. Bye bye. Bye.